are back with another Taurus Trap podcast. And this week we wanted to talk about Mina Harris and her company that she calls Phenomenal. And the fact that she is launching into film, essentially? Yeah, she's starting... Well, she has a production company, actually, but she's starting another production company to do more kind of content and stories around equity and underrepresented voices. And she made a bunch of new hires at the company for that. It's going to be like scripted and unscripted content, correct? Yeah. And so she hired someone, I think, from Universal Studios. But I think essentially that person is going to be pitching stories for kind of like reality TV and documentaries and probably children's books and content of streamers and and other people out there. Yeah, I was surprised to hear that she's actually going to hire two people on staff, one executive from Universal Studios, um, both of them women, obviously, um, and then another like head of TV or development, Regina Lee, I think. Um, so there's going to be two women that they're hiring on, um, and I feel like that's pretty expensive, actually. So I was wondering, you know, is her com- how well her apparel company is doing, or if it's actually money from her production company or money from her own personal wealth. Yeah, and I guess we should take a step back. So Mina Harris is the niece of Kamala Harris, vice president currently, um, and Mina... I think in 2016 started this essentially just like a t-shirt brand Mm -hmm. where she would put various phrases on t-shirts and sell them and it did super super well Um, and the company's called Phenomenal. Well it just goes to show there's a market out there of a lot of you know women and men that you know want to be show their pride for their ethnicity so she's definitely cashing in on that. Yeah and also just if you have some sort of following already it's if you're smart about it it's not that hard to I mean it's work but you can monetize that and so she kind of turned her kind of like family history and her connections into this t-shirt brand and then expanded into um a production company now so it's interesting to see that i mean she had actually already kind of dipped her toes in the water with her deal with netflix do you know her about her deal with netflix she um did a collab with bridgerton so i guess she's like licensed to or maybe she develops her own i'm not sure um licensed to sell like bridgerton merchandise on her website which is a deal with netflix specifically it's a pretty nice deal. Yeah. But are they t-shirts or like Bridgerton style gowns? No, I don't think they're <laughs> gowns. Um, I have to look. It was from a, a while back, obviously when Bridgerton first came out. I mean, now there's the second season, so they might be renewing and doing more product. But I just remember at the time, I thought that was really funny that she decided to do this partnership and maybe it was so successful. That's why she wanted to kind of launch her own branch of, um, you know, film and TV. Yeah, she's she's getting jealous of all the money Shonda is making with Netflix. Well, I also I also found this interesting on another level, being that she's a fashion company or you know what's considered a fashion company, and hiring on like TV executives. Um, and you and I were talking about this before, just wondering how many other companies might follow suit. I mean, this seems to be kind of a trend where companies do hire out, like fashion companies do hire out film executives or you know. Um, podcast 
uh, professionals to run their, you know, social and everything like that, but not, I don't necessarily have them always on staff. They're usually like freelance or consulting kind of like the way they do their photography. Um, so I found it interesting. This is like an on staff hire. Yeah. I mean, content X commerce is definitely a big thing right now. There's a lot of people trying to not only sell you stuff and merchandise and items, but also, you know, take your attention and like buy your attention and get your attention with television, podcasts, social media, that that's definitely a really big thing right now. And like you said, a lot of times that's sort of an external function, but I think more, more companies are going to start to kind of combine all that into one big in-house function. I mean, I may be naive about this, but does LVMH have their own like on staff kind of production team or... Yeah, I mean, most, most, the way most companies are structured, there's like a marketing team, obviously, and they would kind of handle this, but it's kind of like an open question as to like how fully built no, out. But I mean, like, what if LVMH started like, you know, you know, the way that House of Gucci was made, right? Like, what if they were funding things like that? Like, you know, stories about founders and stories about designers that are, you know, on staff or... Yeah, I don't think they're doing anything like that right now. Um, I think Gucci is probably more in the forefront of that. Like during the pandemic, Gucci, a couple of their quote unquote like runway shows were actually films. They had like a Gucci film festival. Oh, right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, We wrote about that in the newsletter a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, and they pushed into restaurants pretty hard. Um, at some of their stores and then they've also pushed into the sort of like digital space where they're you can buy like like digital gucci sneakers in these online worlds for roblox and um, other sort of like video game apps i don't know that much about it but i know gucci is kind of like trying to um, make things for that space. Well, I just love when people in fashion or fashion companies like branch into other creative mediums like this. I think it's so exciting. I mean, remember when Tom Ford was like, oh, I'm going to be a director. And then he just did it. Um, for those who don't know, obviously Tom Ford is, he used to be, you know, head of Gucci. Then he has his own line. And, um, now he's, what's his chairman of CFDA? Is that his title? He's um, kind of in charge of the CFDA. I don't know what the actual title is, right. but, um, but uh, I found that interesting when he decided to do that. And actually, I never saw his film, A Single Man, but I was really interested in seeing it. We have to watch that at some point. Single Man is very good. Highly recommend it. Um, but anyways, with Mina, I'm really curious what she's going to be coming out with in terms of her scripted content. I was really interested in that, and like, you know, knowing that, you know, she does have a more creative side. I'm curious what kind of stories she's going to be. I mean, I know that she wants to center around... Um, stories around people of color, um, people who have been marginalized. Um, so that'll be interesting. And then I think she also is thinking about like actually funding kind of like a mini hedge fund kind of thing, funding projects that are actually about, you know, people of color and stories, like I said, of marginalized communities and things like that. Yeah, she has a, a book club that she just launched. So um, she seems, seems to have a pretty big following. Well, it just shows that, you know, it's so important now as a brand that you're so diversified and a multi-hyphenate in a way that you're like in, you know, you're, you have a book club, you have a film side, and then you sell merchandise, you do it all. Um, and uh, maybe more and more brands are going to fall suit like that. Yeah, I think what she's doing definitely makes sense for an individual. I think for someone like an LVMH, 
it's something they can always just keep in their back pocket. Like they own the IP to Louis Vuitton or Christian Dior and they're mm-hmm. all doing fine. I don't think there's necessarily any rush to like, you know, develop uh, a movie studio around Christian Dior. Like they certainly could, but no one else can do it. So, mm-hmm. you know, if they ever did do it, they would be the one place to go for it. Whereas for an influencer, it's there's just so many other influencers. There's just a lot of competition out there. So I think um, for her, I think it's a little bit of a different situation for sure. Right. Well, smart businesswoman and smart moves. Yeah, definitely smart to diverse away, diversify away from the t-shirts that she's making. I don't think they look that great, but they are wildly popular. But I think, you know, branching out from just a t-shirt business is definitely a smart move. Right, or like knowing what medium to go into. I mean, that's pretty inspiring in itself. So um, I can't wait to see what she comes out with. Yeah, we're excited to see her new shows on Netflix or Amazon or whatever streaming platform they come to (laughs) very soon, I'm sure. (laughs) So I think that's it for this week, and we will see you back here next week. (laughs) 